you're about to enter Nowhere, California. After listening to this episode, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Nowhere, California, all one word, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Nowhere, California, and clicking. As always, we are hungry for your feedback. If you have something to say, send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com. Hello, podcast listeners. Guess what? You genius people are listening to Phil and Josh on the Nowhere California podcast. You are very smart. <laughs> That's all we listen to in the in the water tower. Good night, everybody. This is Josh. This is Phil. And welcome to Volume 1 of Tell to the Con, uh, Long Beach Comic and Hard Con Edition. As with the Days of the Dead convention, our first volume, uh, we started out with a bang, and this one we are doing the same thing. Yeah. This time around, we have our first interview from the Long Beach Comic and Archon with the legendary man of a hell of a lot of voices, Rob Polson. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it was an extreme honor meeting this gentleman. Uh, he's one of my heroes. And, hero of mine? Hero of my uh, childhood? Real, actually, a real big hero of mine, and he is uh, um, everything I, I hoped an individual uh, could be such so just a wonderful, wonderful human being <laughs> to talk to. So. so we might as well just shut up and let you listen. Yeah. This is Nowhere California. We're coming to you live from the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con with the man of a whole hell of a lot of voices, <laughs> yes. Rob Polson. Thank you so much for staying out with oh, us. Oh, man. Are you kidding? It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for paying attention for 25 years. I oh, appreciate it. Um, you had our attention. Thank you. You know how to hold our attention. It's thank wonderful. You. Well, right now, my inner uh, child's like running down the hallway with a bucket on sending me side. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm really thrilled that you guys would take the time to talk to me. Oh, yeah. Same here, sir. <laughs> um, I guess to start off, uh, when did you realize you had the talent of uh, coming up with these creative uh, voices and everything? Um, I think... Like uh, like most people who do what I do, I started um, I started primarily as a singer. Most most folks start out uh, who end up being voice actors. You know, have a, a performance background, music, stage, improv. Um, I was no different. Um, my heroes when I was a kid were, uh, in terms of voice folks, were people like Peter Sellers and the Pythons and the Goons and Jonathan Winters and Red Skelton and uh, Carol Burnett and on and on. Um, but uh, I knew it probably when I was in my teens I was a singer first and I knew that I had a pretty good ear uh, it didn't take me long after that when I was really became a big Monty Python fan um, that I, I had uh, a pretty good ear to pick up on dialects and stuff so I certainly did not intend to become a voice actor per se I when I when I was I, I was fortunate enough to know at a young age that I wanted to be in the entertainment business but I thought I'd be, you know, an actor, uh, not necessarily relegated to voice work. But uh, uh, I definitely knew fairly on, early on that I, it made me feel good to uh, to come up with wacky stuff. <laughs> that is, sweet. You, you do have a lengthy uh, background in voice work and everything, but you do have uh, some uh, acting roles that you've done, like in the past, like with Gross Stairway to Heaven, yeah, and other roles. Uh, do you prefer? Being in front of the camera, or do you prefer? You know, being honestly, in the I, I I just love to work. Yeah. Um, it, it is it is. Uh, I think it's it's been to my uh, good fortune that the voice acting thing has worked out well because the, the truth is that I would be hired for things with my voice that I would never be considered for on camera because, like as I've said before, you know, L.A. is full of average-looking white guys with SAG cards. <laughs> 
and uh, unless you're a celebrity or a regular on a series, you know, it's a tough way to make a living. Nobody ever forces you to be an actor, so it's not like I feel sorry for myself, but it's, it's a tough road to hoe. Um, so the great thing about voice acting is that I'm done, I've done things over the last 25 years that, uh, that I wouldn't have been considered for on camera. Um, and I'm doing Ninja Turtles again, <laughs> 25 years later. Which is awesome. Uh, yes. Thank you. And, and I'm super. so. In, and the fact that I'm old enough to be your father <laughs> does not. It doesn't bother the producers. They're like, no, no. He's got the acting chops, and you know, he's Raphael 25 years ago in the original show. But we just like what he brings to Donatello, and we don't care how old you are. I, and that's a great thing for an actor to not have to be uh, to worry about whether or not you know you're. You fit the suit, or your muscles are big enough, yeah. or your boobs are big enough, or whatever. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's really great. That's awesome. Um, what was your first paying uh, job in the world of voiceover? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably just doing radio commercials. Um, I actually did, when I was a kid growing up in Michigan, uh, I, I used to do a very dear friend of mine uh, whose father had a, uh, a radio show. And consequently, he had a great home studio, so we used to do our own little productions up there, and we did some radio commercials for local uh, uh, businesses. And I grew up, I, was a, 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 I wanted to be a professional hockey player. I clearly wasn't good enough, but I loved, I'm a big sports nut. Hey, how you doing, Curtis? No, 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 not at all. No, absolutely no, sorry. not. That's my parole officer, Curtis. Oh, no, that's cool. Good to see you, buddy. I love candid stuff. It's perfect. Good, 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 good. Good to see you, my friend. You never know what uh, knucklehead you're going to meet at Long Beach Comic Con. That's so awesome. Good point. Thank you very much. Thank you, BB2. Thanks for seeing that. Good to see you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, thank you, my friend. I, I was, you know, loved to play sports, and I did my first paying job was commercials when I was probably in high school, and I would do them. And in trade, I got, you know, new Nikes or new hockey sticks or golf balls and stuff. I would do uh, commercials for the local sporting goods store. In terms of being in L.A., it was probably commercials for Jack in the Box because um, I uh, the first jobs I got in L.A. that were regular uh, Screen Actors Guild paying gigs were uh, I was an on-camera talent for Jack in the Box. And it just so happened that the campaign included... Uh, TV and radio voice over commercials as well. So I was not only on camera, but did their radio spots. Oh, that's awesome. So, that's but the cool. first the first paying animation gig was uh, Transformers and GI Joe. Oh, oh sweet! Uh, yeah, and, and the original GI Joe and Transformers in 1983, 30 years ago. Uh, I was born in '82, but there you I go. still remember my brother watching. Yeah, and I oh, still yeah. remember the TV movie of GI Joe. Right. So <laughs> I was the I was in the original TV uh, the original uh, GI Joe and Transformers. Those are the first animation jobs I had. Oh, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> uh, with all your years in the business and everything, um, how does it uh, feel to have new generations discovering your past work with uh, like Hulu, how we were talking about with Turtles, oh. and with, now with Animaniacs on Hub and uh, Tune, uh, Tiny Toons, yeah. as you're still creating new uh, characters? I, I, I'm, I'm stumbling because I don't really know a way to quantify it. Yeah. It, it is, it's beyond flattering it's humbling um, that you know I, I don't really even know how to put into words how how wonderful it is to have been around long enough now where I meet people like your age and often older who you know say my god you're the voice of my childhood you know and I love these characters and you're still working every day 
So I meet people your age who have kids, and they'll say, I was a Ninja Turtles freak. And now I love the new Ninja Turtles, and you're on both iterations, and my kids and I love turtles. And so when you're in the, in, in the middle of something that parents can share with their children, it is a, a profoundly wonderful thing, let alone Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain, and oh, yeah. the Tick and the Mask and Mighty Max and Jimmy Neutron and fairly odd parents. I, I'm, uh, You're just reading out my childhood right there. I know. And I, I, Don't I, forget I, Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. I'm, uh, I'm so <laughs> incredibly flattered uh, that people have paid attention and the outpouring of love and affection for just the characters I've done is, is impossible for me to... to I'm stumbling because I don't even know how to say how grateful I am. It's, it's amazing. Silence speaks volumes, though, too. It, it does. It does. That's Thank awesome. you. I, I'm so thrilled. So the fact that I'm, I'm old enough to have done it, but young enough to enjoy it, um, I, I want to continue to do as many live performances, live conventions, things like this, where you guys you know, get a chance to, uh, we get a chance to talk to each other, um, embrace new media, uh, I, I, I'm really eating this up. And so as long as I'm able to do this, I want to keep doing it. That's awesome. Thank you um, so much. What uh, has been your favorite and also what has been like kind of a weirdest moment you've had with uh, like a fan interaction? Um, you know, the, the, uh, I, I had a... Uh, well, today was a great example of, 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 of the type of thing that happens a lot. I had a little girl who came here with the, her dad they drove some from San Jose. Now, for those of you who are listening around the world, that's uh, probably almost 500 miles. Right? Yeah. Uh, 400 and change. It's just south of San Francisco. Okay. So they drove here today. Um, she wanted to meet me, and I've had a little interaction with this young lady. And this girl was had a she was suicidal. This little girl had a, a problem with bullying and and all of that. And and I don't presume for a moment that I'm the reason she didn't she didn't kill herself but suffice to say that it was important enough for her father to bring her down here to meet me and I, I'm a parent I can't imagine what you go through when your child is on the verge of suicide so whatever it is that this this connection between me and this 15 year old young enough to almost be your child right this me and this 15 year old uh, for her to want to come down here and meet me I I I don't even I mean that's so sweet and something that I said or did or a character or whatever gave her a connection and made her feel like you know it wasn't time to punch her ticket how do you how do you put a price on that you know Uh, right and that that has happened to me and and again it's not just me all of the people who are been fortunate enough to do what we do we all have moments where we meet people who'll say you know i i love turtles but my parents went through a divorce and my brother and i the only thing that got us through it was watching turtles or my sister had leukemia and pinky in the brain made her laugh and so it has nothing to do with money or ratings or action figures it's it's purely an expression of love uh so when those things happen like it did today it, it those are the things that continue to make me so proud of what I get a chance to do. In terms of things that are weird, you know, I, 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 I did have, a, uh, I do a, lo- a podcast, and um, 
I do it live uh, now at the Improv. We were doing it at the John Lovitz Comedy Club for about a year and a half, and I had a young lady come up and say, and just whip it out. She said, I want you to sign my boob. <laughs> and uh, I thought, wow, you know, I'm not, I'm not Robert Plant, you know, I'm not... Um, I'm not a rock star, you know, I'm not, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 and she said, well, to me you are, and I said, wow, and she had a lovely breast, and she had me sign it in a Sharpie, so that was, uh, that was pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, you usually get that tattooed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I've had that too, I actually oh. have had a, a young lady who said, would you sign my arm, and this was at New York Comic Con, and about a month later, she sent me a tweet, and she had had my signature tattooed under a really excellent tattoo of Yakko. That is awesome. <laughs> Pretty that wild, is so yeah. so sweet. That is awesome. Wow. Um, we talked about your inspirations earlier. Yeah. Um, a lot of people look to you as an inspiration towards Thank getting you. into the yes. world of voiceover work. Do you have any advice mm. for those people? Yes, I do. Um, practical advice. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, Dee Bradley Baker, who is just a truly gifted voice actor, um, you know, it's Klaus the Fish from American Dad. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, he's, uh, uh, um, he's, uh, uh, Perry the Platypus on, uh, Phineas and Ferb. I mean, he's an incredible actor. Um, he put together a website called I Want to Be a Voice Actor.com. Oh, and he gives a lot of information about how many of us got started. Uh, and he does a link to my podcast. And I would suggest that young actors listen to that, too. It's free. Uh, I've done a hundred of them. I'm going to continue to do them. We do them live. We've done them at the actors' homes. And you're going to hear from Mark Hamill and Nancy Cartwright and John DiMaggio and Tress McNeil and Jess Harnell and Jeff Bennett, all these incredibly gifted voice actors from whom you'd want to hear. Yeah. So listen to my podcast. It's called Talkin' Tunes. T-A-L-K-I-N apostrophe T-O-O-N-S You can find it on uh, iTunes. You can find it at robpaulsonlive.com That's P-A-U-L-S-E-N live.com Or you can find uh, I have an app for Apple and Android devices Talking Tunes app. It's free. And uh, that's another great resource. We'll so, definitely put all the links to on Yeah, on please do. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I started out doing live theater and music. I would suggest that. Uh, but listen to these podcasts because um, you're going to get information from people who have done it for 25 or 30 years and who, like me, yeah. worked yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we're here this weekend, and I'm going back to work on Monday. So you're getting real-time information. That's yes, absolutely it's, awesome. That's really good information. That was awesome. Uh, you were telling us about uh, the improv and everything. You want to give us some of the dates that you're going to be doing? Yeah, today? Oh, yeah. we've got two and more. Uh, tell us anything. Thank you. Any yeah, anything you're plugging. Thank yeah. you. There are two uh, two more dates through the end of the year. Uh, we've got this Tuesday, the 26th, live at the Improv on Melrose in Hollywood. Um, it's going to be uh, Tress McNeil and Lorraine Newman. Um, Tress, you know, is Babs, Bunny, and Dot from Animaniacs. And, oh, wow. And she's done over 100 episodes of The Simpsons and... Gadget, she was Gadget on uh, Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Yes. Um, she was Chip on Chip and Dale and Gadget, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, incredible talent. And then Lorraine Newman was one of the original five cast members of, of Saturday Night Live oh with John Belushi and Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Gilda Radner and Lorraine Newman. And she also played my wife on uh, uh, Fairly Odd Parents. We did a, a character, I do a character called Mark Chang. <laughs> he is uh, from. Uh, from uh, uh, oh, what the heck is the name of the planet? Oh, I'm the from? planet. Yeah. Um, oh man. Oh, um, uh, 
I'll think of it a little bit. But anyway, but yeah, I, I play <laughs> I play his father, and Lorraine plays my wife. And uh, Lorraine is just a, an incredible, as, as told by Ginger, so many great voices. So anyway, Lorraine Newman and, and, and uh, 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 Tress McNeil will be my guests on the next live podcast at the Improv. And you can go to uh, www. Not, well, three three W's. <laughs> improv. Uh, com. And you'll uh, be able to buy tickets to the Talking Tunes live podcast. Two weeks from Tuesday, um, uh, we will have uh, Jeff Bennett and uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. And Jeff was Johnny Bravo and, <laughs> you know, so many incredible actors, uh, voice actors. Uh, Kevin is uh, plays uh, Cleveland Jr. on The Cleveland Show. And, yeah. And I think he did an he did an, his own version of the Joker on a, on the Batman. Oh, the Beyond Batman, or, yeah. yeah, the Batman. It was the Batman. The Batman, Batman yeah. Five, yeah. So uh, and terrific, very funny, clever people. Both of them have been on the podcast individually, but never live. Yeah. So uh, those those two will take us to the end of the year. And next year we've got April uh, April Winchell and. Um, uh, Pam Siegel, or you know, as Pam Adlon, who's Bobby Hill from King of the Hill, and um, Brad Garrett. Um, we've got some really just wonderful. Uh, Mark Hamill is going to come and do a live one, and so uh, uh, you know, it's really fun. And you can go in the archives. You can go to UStream. That is U, the letter U, S T R E A M. Dot Rob Paulson. Let's see, no, UStream. Dot TV forward slash Rob Paulson live, and you can watch the live broadcasts of the improv shows uh, at 8, 8, 8 to 9.30 p.m. Pacific time, or you can go to ustream.tv forward slash Rob Paulson live, and you can watch all of the archived live podcasts that we have from the John Lovitz Comedy Club and now the improv. So there are many ways to get your fill of, of really great uh, voice actors and information and inspiration, and it's just a hell of a lot of fun. Sweet. That's awesome. And um, we have a particular closing question we'd like to yeah. end oh, interviews yeah. with. Um, we pose it to a lot of people, and we want to pose it to you. What is your favorite what-the-fuck movie moment? <laughs> what-the-fuck movie moment? Um, my favorite probably, favorite. probably was uh, when I found myself in a movie in which... I've had people look at and say, what the fuck, is that Rob Paulson? Uh, I was in a movie called Body Double years ago with Brian De Palma and uh, uh, with uh, Craig Wasson and Melanie Griffith. And I remember I play a pornographic movie cameraman. And during the filming of the movie, I definitely, I was 29 years old. And, and as I'm surrounded by, uh, you know, it was about the porn movie industry, although it was directed by Brian De Palma, mm-hmm. um, definite A-list director. Oh, yeah. And I remember being surrounded by all these porn movie actors and actresses who were um, in various stages of arousal. <laughs> and I remember saying to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? So I was in my own what the fuck movie moment. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank, Thank you for so asking. Thank you, Thank for, you answering. for answering. Not that at all, super. you guys. And awesome. Uh, once again, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Oh, it's a pleasure. And thank you, thank and, you and have a great holiday season. It's a thank pleasure. You, man. Thank, you thank you, man. Thank you so much. Guys. Not at thank all. You. Thank you. Yeah, that happened. Oh boy, that's that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one of mine. Uh, uh, I can such a down. kind, like humble dude. Oh yeah, and um, gracious with his time. Like we've said before with all of our interviews, but interviews, but this dude. Was beyond uh, gracious. Uh, yeah, especially with um, the way he just uh, he, he volunteered to just 
give a, give us a plug, and uh, also not to mention uh, we before we even mentioned our podcast said, well, yeah. hey, if you. Uh, you know, if you yeah, uh, like us on it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, just, in our initial conversation with him, before we even uttered the, like, even mentioning, hey, can we talk to you on our podcast? He's like, if you guys want me to come on, just give me the word. And he remember, volunteered his he time. He volunteered before he even gave him the thought. So it was very flattering, yeah. and uh, the man was just very generous with his yeah. time. And as you heard uh, before this episode, and what you're going to hear at the end of the episode, he did give us some amazing bumpers for the podcast yes which floored us big time because oh. he gave us one as yakko and as pinky and donatello as Don, donatello and three characters from our childhood that yeah. were like <clears throat> they said nowhere california <laughs> oh yeah it was just absolutely uh, iconic and like i said he made my evening yeah um, he, he he started out the con for us in a big way so um, honestly, the only way we can end it is by thanking Rob Paulson again for giving us his time. Yes, thank you, Rob Paulson. You are an awesome individual, uh, tremendous talent, um, and just overall super human being. Sure, words haven't been spoken, so all I can say is that's been your first volume of Tales from the Con. Enjoy the rest of them. <laughs> hey, you guys, this is Donatello of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the genius of the crew. And as a genius, I only listen to one podcast. That is the Nowhere California podcast with Phil and Josh. And you, because you are a genius like me, are listening to it now. Total power! Do you want to hit that pinky one one more time? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> pinky one one more time? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I might have interrupted it. No problem. <clears throat> Five, four, three, two, one. Dad, this is Pinky of Pinky and the Brain, and as the smarter half of the duo, I listen to the Noah California podcast with Phil and Josh, like right now. Nerf! <laughs>